following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Schott, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And just hey, in the time. nick of time, it is time <laughs> for mix shots on a Tuesday here inside the SWBC Mortgage Podcast Studio here. Oh, we got an upgraded sign, huh? The star in Frisco. How long has that been there? Uh, I noticed it the other day, the podcast the Podcast studio, studio. Yeah. yes. I noticed it's it. SWBC podcast studio. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's we've the, dropped the mortgage. We've, stru- we've dropped the mortgage. Yes. Okay. It's the, SW- <laughs> <laughs> the SWBC <laughs> podcast studio here at Ford Center in the Star in Frisco. So it hasn't been up that long. No, and it's got a, it's a two re- weeks. It's two registered weeks. Two weeks. too. Two by weeks. the way, there right? Two Thanks, weeks. Chris. That's better than my record at home. <laughs> my, my wife will have a new picture on the wall or something like that. And that's been there two years. Oh, okay. It's oh, I pretty. Could walk I like right it. through the kitchen and not even see. <laughs> you didn't see what I cooked for you? No. Okay. <laughs> Just wasn't looking. But what a great Tuesday it is. We call this Victory Tuesday as oh, well. Do we? Sure, why not? In a row? Okay. All right. It is a Victory Tuesday here at the uh, Star in Frisco. Bill Jones with Everson Walls and Mickey Spagnola and our producer supreme Chris Beam. Yeah, well. I like that supreme. Yes. You know when they won when they won the third in a row. I said, well, when's the last time they won three in a row? Well, they did it last year. We just Did don't we? remember. Yeah, towards the wow. end of the season. Right. That's after after we had we checked out. We actually played some good defense at the end of the season. That's or right. maybe it was 2019. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we actually Uh-oh. did. And so that was a Everson's alarm going off as uh, just to remind him he needs to show up for mix oh, shots. On time. Yeah. <laughs> As Mickey goes to his media guy trying to confirm exactly what it is he just said. and yeah, three in a row. Three in a row last Cincinnati, year. Cincinnati, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. How many backup quarterbacks were there that they played against during that stretch? During that stretch? Well, Cincinnati, Cincinnati for sure. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, Garoppolo was out. Uh, let's go with it. And then, and then Jaylen Philadelphia Hurts. started Hurts. <laughs> That's right. But he was the starter. He wasn't but, the backup. But he was yeah. originally the yes. backup. But so. they but named see, we, him We the forget starter. at the end of the season last year, like I say, three in a row, we played some good defense last and year. And got the takeaways. Got the takeaways. That set the tone for the takeaways this something? year. But where's the defensive coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, you know. You know, Dick's son, Dick son is back there. You know, Mike is, is like, what happened to me? Everybody yeah. just looking at me as the bad guy, the wicked witch. Now just, just didn't have time enough to turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I ended yesterday's show uh, talking about the uh, play, the option pitch, Zeke to Tony Pollard mm-hmm. that clinched the victory on Sunday and it wasn't the first time in Cowboys history that they in fact had a game winning play against the Carolina Panthers the same play it was 2003 they did the same thing it was 
in the fourth quarter of a it was a 17-17 game at the time and Richie Anderson with a pitch to Avion Kaysen 16 yards for the go ahead touchdown. Tell me we have that. But but what, what, what okay. <laughs> you missed one from last year. Well, wait a second. You going to get against, to that? Not against the Carolina Panthers, was it? No, not against the that's, Carolina that's Panthers. That's the that's the crazy thing about it. It the was exact against teams. the Carolina Panthers and Chris Beam, our producer Supreme, claims that he remembers that play in 2000. And so he found it, right? Well, he may not have found it, oh, but Chris, oh, but, but he not yet. You've he had 24 says, hours, sir. He says he <laughs> remembers that play. Don't you, Chris Beam? I do. Yeah. And so where was the game played? It was at Texas Stadium. Now, now, when he was in here earlier, he said it was played at Carolina. Oh, okay. Well, no, but I, I had to think about it because we played we played Carolina that year in the playoffs. In the playoffs, that's right. Carolina, that's right. This was the first game. Yep, that was the yes. November meeting. And and Carolina had a very good team, obviously, that year. They went to the Super Bowl that year. They were 8-2, and two, came into Texas Stadium. It was the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And what do you remember about that play, Chris Beam? What I told Bill, I said, what I remember is, is they were the play ran towards our sideline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were going if on your broadcast, we we're going left to right, and yeah. and Bill said we're going to do this on the air. Stop! Yeah. stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> we're not having this conversation now. Conversation we're going to have this conversation on the air. We're not going to waste it. We're not going to waste it before we get on the air. And Chris Beam, I am here to tell you, you are absolutely correct. I think you do remember it. It was left to right on your radio dial. It was a and the play instead of this one went to the right, of course. Okay. And that one went to the left. Richie. Anderson pitching to Avion Kaysen. Now, Mickey is dying to fill us in on something 18 else. years ago, huh? It was 18 years ago, 2003. They unearthed it and no. said, oh, look at that play. Mm-hmm. And I think they probably did not unearth it then. <laughs> no, Although, they didn't because Kellen Moore spoiled your 18-year history <laughs> because he pointed out that they ran that play last year against Minnesota. Only Zeke pitched it to CeeDee Lamb, mm-hmm. who yeah. was lined up in the backfield. Yeah. So they... They kind of went back to something that they felt like and they could, ca- you know. And he was pretty good about explaining why they they called it. He said they were loading up the box, mm-hmm. and we decided if we have an open edge, then we'll take the opportunity. And he said we feel very comfortable of putting the ball in the hands of Zeke and Tony's, uh, and they make good decisions because. Zeke has to decide, right? That's a lot of handoffs. I'm keeping not just hand, but pitches. So right. a lot of handling. Going I, I got to keep it. Do I run or do I pitch it right away? And um, and it worked. They, they pitched it, and they, if the that's like if that's like the last play of the game or your your do or die shot, yeah, that's a tough call, right? Because you know. You got to take it. You got to pitch it to him. You got to pitch it. That's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, think about even in that situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, two minutes left. You got the game in hand. It's an eight-point lead. I mean, what if that defensive end bats that ball away and they got a loose football and they scoop and score? And we'd be dogging Kellen Moore right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, what do you call something like that? <laughs> There's too much stuff going on. They're flipping the ball all over the place. They should have used it for the two-point conversion. <laughs> there you go. That's when you true. only needed one yard. 
think, think we'll say it again? I think we will. Mm-hmm. And no, I bet- no, what's going to happen? We're going to do just like Kansas City does. You know, Mahomes gets down there with the shovel pass and all of that. And then this time, instead of getting it to Kelsey, he pitched it. He went. He didn't go like this. Kelsey went that way. Here comes another running back. I guess he had come from the other side of the ball, and he just kind of pitches it to him underhand. And so you have to deviate because now everyone's going to be looking for that particular play. So the other play that um, Kellen Moore talked about was the touchdown pass to Amari Cooper. And they were asking him, you know, you made some adjustments and, you know, and it's like I think he thought maybe they drew up a fancy play at halftime. And he pointed out that it was basically the same play in a different direction mm-hmm. that they had against the Chargers. You remember the the, the play that Amari and, and Tony Romo saw it right away. He he threw a pass over the middle, twenty yards to I believe it was Blake Jarwin, mm-hmm. and Amari Cooper on the far left was five yards behind <laughs> the DB, right? And so he pointed out that, you know, sometimes the quarterback, he sees he's got Amari, right? Mm -hmm. But he sees also the guys wide open over the middle with his hands up in the air like, throw me the ball. And your instinct is, okay, I'm going there. Because that's the most brief. So this time they motioned uh, Cooper from left to right. And... He looks over the middle, and Dalton Schultz, same thing, 20 yards down the field, wide open. And he held it and held it until Amari made the turn. I went back and looked at it. He threw the ball when Amari Cooper was on the 20-yard line, mm-hmm. and he caught it at the goal line. Yep. And and he saw he had a step, and it was like – and Dak, I think, said it to him because he told Amari, okay, I owe you one. So he said, okay, there's the one I owe you. Missed the hamstring. But, hey, but it's, ama- do is get it's amazing there. how these, these plays kind of come back, and then the quarterback says, okay, that's what happened last time. Let's see what happens this time. And, and so you would We think talked that- it about yesterday. We dropped it in the bucket. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can talk about uh, finding and looking and all that. But for the play to actually happen, yeah. to drop it in there like that, and for Cooper to just get that shoulder – you know, get the leverage on that defensive back just enough to where he could hold him off. Because the DB could have actually caught up with him, but that's what good wide receivers do. He was they lunging. Shield you. Yeah, the DB they was lunging. You. Well, yeah. he put him in position to yeah. lunge because once the ball was almost there, they give a little resistance and then they take it away. Drew Pearson did that to me all the time in practice. He's going to shield you. He's going to use his body. It's not just about going up and catching the ball. It's stopping you, the defender, from making the play on the ball as well. He did that to me in a charity game. <laughs> he did, Who Drew? Drew. Drew. <laughs> what, he do you, you think, <laughs> who do you think is the uh, easiest defender Drew Pearson ever went up against? Oh, we, we're looking at him. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely looking at him. I, This is new knowledge. By, so I would have said me, but now it's him. By the way, by the way th- they scored a touchdown on us uh, to cut the lead to, like, one touchdown or less than a touchdown. And uh, they went for two. Well, they had to go for two. There was no kicking, right? And 
and Rogers was thrown to Drew. Of course. I knocked that ball down. Oh, no, you did. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when they got the ball back, I didn't. I was young, right? And I didn't realize that this is a setup. They got to win, right? <laughs> and the last pass is going to go to Drew. And so, no, of course Mary. it is. It's I, a Hail Mary. We, li- we line up, and, and they, the guy that's in charge of our touch football said, team. Said, don't move. No, he said, go cover Drew. And I said, okay. So I go out they there. They wanted to make sure Boy, they scored. They set him up. <laughs> yeah, oh no, my wait. It's worse, it's worse than oh, that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I go okay, out there. Do, 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 do. I'm and, go now, <laughs> and now there's no safety. They, they, everybody's at the line of scrimmage, right? So the defense is in on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they my were. God. So we get. We, he, 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 I ran with them to the goal line, and the ball's coming. And it's getting bigger and bigger. (laughs) And I'm getting ready to go up. And all of a sudden, I feel this big hand come on my shoulder and push me down so he could catch the ball and spike it. We win. Big hands. Yeah, Yeah. he's got to do his spike. Yeah. 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 The ball. It was a setup. The ball was getting bigger and bigger. (laughs) Yes, it was. And and Mickey was getting smaller and smaller. (laughs) Smaller, smaller. Your chances were getting smaller and smaller as well. (laughs) It's like they were going to get back at me for knocking down that two-point conversion. What game was this? It was a charity game. How long ago? That's the thing. 85, 86. Okay, I was going to say, you out there running around like that? It was was at that football football stadium field in in, uh, Farmer's Branch. Yes. There's a – Lowe's. Lowe's. Yeah. yeah. We played out there. You no, know, on turf. That's AstroTurf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, where, that's where we go practice when, when we had the rainouts. And, and that's right. You yeah. did. That's right. Lowe's. And it was, it was Lowe's field. Yeah. And then when they were at the ranch later on, they went and practiced at the field in Carrollton mm-hmm. when it was bad weather. And there you so go. So there's a little history. Man. Truck well, down memory lane. Yeah, very. I don't know if you call it history. Do you want to call it history? <laughs> it's really? my history. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you play in the uh, charity basketball games at all? No. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured you did. Oh, yeah. The traveling troops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I was a basketball player. I know. I really wasn't a football player. I was. I hated football. It's scary. It's scary. And it's hot. You know? I had an afro at the time, and they put the hair in yeah. my hair. Those are good up, old days. Messed up my, my cornrows. So how many is. how many games would y'all play on your tour, off-season tour? 30. 30 games? At least 30. All over we Texas used that and to beyond? Stay, I used it to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. I really did. I hated lifting at the time. I lift more now than I did then, but <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> I mean, I felt weight slowed me down. I didn't know any better, but, you know. As I got older, I did know better. So, no, the, the basketball, tennis and swimming, jump rope, all of that stuff, that was my workout. Bob Ward never saw me. Bob Ward, the late, great Bob Ward, never saw me. So we didn't have much of a relationship. <laughs> so you sound, you sound like Dee Dee Lewis when I was interviewing Dee Dee Lewis for whatever we were doing. And I asked him about the offseason. And I go, so in the offseason, you know how these guys work now. What did you do? 12-inch curls. <laughs> That's 12 exactly ounce, right. 12-ounce curls. That is exactly right. In the swimming pool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, see, Didi was of the old adage of I come to camp to get in shape. Yes. There is no getting in shape in the offseason. As much as I was, I, I, I kind of believe that as well. 
the, the workouts I did, they were fun. It was recreational. I mean, we still got, got in shape because I did a lot of it. But it was mostly I used it as a mental recreation and just get away from football itself. Yeah. No, why not? Mm-hmm. In college, we graduated to 16-ounce curls. <laughs> <laughs> and they were cheap beer too. Uh-huh, yeah. That's right. That Colt two beer at Oklahoma. Yeah. Colt forty five. <laughs> yeah, they needed sixteen ounces because it was a that's less right. percentage yeah. alcohol. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of they did a little math. They measured it up. Uh-huh. Yeah, to where it all came. So out. that was all the time, right? Yeah, thirty two in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, three two beer in Missouri only on Sunday. Three two. You couldn't get a full. Beer on Sunday. They switched out all. No the beer. way. Yes, they did. It was three two on Sunday in the grocery in the grocery stores. <laughs> yes, that's crazy. That is. At least they sold it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Because we're still dealing with that now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, n- afternoon. Right. Afternoon. Yeah. You know, they did that in Chicago, by the way. They that wouldn't, didn't they go wouldn't sell beer at, at the ballparks yeah. until afternoon. So if you ever went to like a Cubs double hitter and they started like the game at noon, all the vendors would be standing at the top of the steps. And as soon as the church bell rang, they all came running down, right? And one time, one time I was there and, and, and some guy stood up and he goes, I'll take the whole case. That's a good one. All right, we're just getting started on this edition. Yeah, yes, way to talk cowboy. And, and, yeah, well, it's a this uh, it's a perfect name for the show. Yeah. I'm gonna have to mix put shots. That. That's mix. right. <laughs> <laughs> and mix shots oh, continues man. in a moment. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed shots. Be the first to receive new offers, event info, and more when you sign up to receive text messages from the team. 
Text Cowboys to NFLDAL. That's 635325 to receive 10% off your next Pro Shop order. Messages frequency may vary. Message and data rates may apply. <laughs> what the hell do you put that on there for? Hey, man. <laughs> this is what you asked for. Okay, this is what you get paid for. Message you had no complaints yesterday. Day before you were balling. Now you mess up all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, you're going to blame the material. You know, that's like breaking blame your golf club. <laughs> blame the script writer. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Message oh, frequency. What was that phone number again? Text to 635325. NFLDAL. That's okay. what it says. That seems like too many, it does. Too many numbers. But well, they no, do it's that. not they... a phone number. It's well, a oh, text okay. message. Okay, okay. Still, okay. gotcha, gotcha. Still. Okay. Sure. Well, even the phone number goes, <laughs> even the phone number, it'll extend. Right, uh, the phone number still just, extend. You just that must be out. one of those numbers that I get for extend my car warranty. You know? Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, this breaking news uh, from the National Football League: the Washington Football Team is signing kicker Chris Blewett to its practice squad. Yeah, is a there name. a worse a name, name for a kicker? Jeez. Oh, he kicked last I year. I remember. I remember. remember we yeah. said, "Oh yeah, Blewett." Right. <laughs> but you want Washington to sign that kicker? You got to change your name. <laughs> You do. Did they, All get, right. did they get another trainer? Uh, wow. he's, he's, he's suspended. They, they need another trainer. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Blewett. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not touching it. Mickey. Not at all. Mickey. Uh, yes. Jerry was on the radio this morning. He was. He? What do you know? What well, can you tell us about? What's, what's your Jerry radio report on this Tuesday? He said of the third quarter, I don't ever remember a better quarter than that quarter, and it was made substantive in my mind because of the quality of the team we were playing. So three touchdowns in the third quarter. You know, Took over a 14-13 deficit to go up 30, what was it, 36-14 mm-hmm. uh, in three quarters. So I took that and also took uh, that he said the offensive line, how well the offensive line is playing. Uh, and he said, uh, great job and particularly well coached. We're going to get better on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And he also mentioned, and we, I think we talked about it a little bit, you know, they're, they're trusting Terrence Steele, but they're still giving him some help. Yeah. Right? Kind of let him get into the game because early they were going two tight ends and they were making sure they were protecting him, unlike the Raiders did. Uh, last night against Joey Bosa, right? Uh, and and it's like you know when you Bosa think, was like I'm finally stepping out. He right? is so happy not to see our offense. Yeah, line. and exactly. And I'm thinking, you know, think about what the Cowboys did with him, right? They reduced him to a pass rusher in the fourth quarter, and Steele a lot of times was out there by himself. You know, I saw I listened to the game last night, and as I look at what the teams do after we play them. It just lets me know, it just fortifies in my head, that we are a good team. Uh, I think we are one of the better teams in the NFL right now because as you match up against the Chargers, you can talk about the penalties they had, all that kind of crap. They had the same penalties. I think it was against the, the Rams. I, I forget who they played. Same penalties the next week, but they overcame right, City. those penalties against Kansas KC. City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They couldn't do that against us. That's because we're good. 
Okay, that's because we played better than KC did, especially on the defensive end. So when I look at this team and I look at what the Chargers did last night, the Cowboys made them look, I wouldn't say average, but the Cowboys made plays against them on the defensive side just as they did against anybody else, including against Justin. Yeah, against Herbert. Which says a lot. Awfully good last night, Which says a lot. He was good good against the Cowboys, except for there were some turnovers. And the Chargers' defense. And that except, that's a huge exception. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't just stumble into that. Mm -hmm. We baited him into that. Mm -hmm. So we played him the way he was supposed to be played. How about the quotes Joey Bosa on uh, oh, Derek yeah. Carr? Uh, we knew once we hit him a few times, he really gets shook. And you saw on Covington's sack, he was pretty much curling into a ball before we even got back there. Great dude, great player, but we know once you get pressure on him, he kind of shuts down. That's pretty much everybody. You know, but, but what's, <laughs> when you think about what's it. wild about that quote? Is they're in the same division. Mm-hmm. It's not like and you it's not to like play him again, you're going right? to play him again. You know, so keep he, that he filed was, away. He was somewhat critical of the officials too, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't like the. Was it a rough? Well, he ended up. He ended up um, uh, getting a personal foul. Well, I think he. No, he argued. He with argued the guy. with the referee. Yeah. yeah, and he got penalized for that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was getting held. Here's, here's, he was getting held. I here's saw what it. he said. Here's what he said about the officials. The refs are blind. I'm sorry, but you're blind. Like, open your eyes and do your job. It's uh, so bad. It sounds like me. Just, no, Just do your fine. job. He will get fined. He will get fined. <laughs> yes, he will. Uh, well, the, the darn thing will, so will KZ for that hit. Unless they, that is not a good. That is, that was a horrible call. Yeah, what's he supposed I know, to do? But he's going to get fined. It's a personal foul. Well, no, I think he can appeal. He can appeal the call itself, can't he? Well, if he can prove that they made a mistake, even though the replay was one thing, right. when you go into this particular procedure, it's almost like court. You don't just rely on. You know what, Dan? What they did in the Dan game. Quinn in his interview yesterday took the high road. Um, because what he said was, I was, he said, this is something I've been working with him because he would lead with his head all mm-hmm. the time. And he goes, and I would explain to him, for your own good, we need you and our good, we need you on the field. That's so right. you got to quit doing it. So when they asked him, what did you tell him? He said, basically, after the game, I said, good job. You That's did right. what you were supposed That's to right. do. And he goes, I don't know. We haven't heard back from the league on the call, but at least you did the right thing. And, and he left it at that, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't criticize mm-hmm. the call. He just credited him, KZ, for doing it. Did they the right clarify thing. helmet to helmet? No, or defenseless, defenseless, defenseless player. player. So or, what do you do with a defensive player? Just let him catch the ball? Yeah, I guess. That's why I said yesterday. Is he supposed to stop and wait? Okay, catch it, and then take a step, did and they then s- I can tackle I'm trying to you. remember. Did they say defenseless player, or did they just say unnecessary roughness? I can't remember. I think it was unnecessary roughness on a defensive player. But I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember hearing them say defensively. They may have. I just don't remember. I thought. It. I yeah. thought that's what they said. So. Um, and they may have. Um, but on a play like that, what responsibility is it on the offensive team not to put your player in position? You know what? Where you're going to be taking a hit. Remember right? before? Brady, remember Brady, Brady said we that, talked yeah. about it before uh-huh. the Cowboys game yeah. when um, our friend yep. interviewed him. Yep. Uh, and he said, that's on the quarterback. Because the quarterback, it, he said, I feel sorry for the defensive backs because the quarterback puts the receiver in that situation to get hit. So you worry about, you worry about hitting them in the head. Uh, you worry about them being defenseless. So 
And you worry about launching and don't launch. Well, yeah. So, so what? I, if the only alternative is to go low, right? And if you go low, that is bad mm-hmm. because now that guy hasn't. He can get injured. You know, Schultz got up in in a game to where, thank God, he bounced up and was looking macho with look cool, but. <laughs> You know, could have been worse if he hits him at a certain way. And then he lands on his head. Yes, it yeah. was a f- total flip. Mm-hmm. So you know, the, the 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 impact was was pretty good, and so that's the only other alternative, and that's dangerous. Yeah. I'd rather he hit him. He hit him here. That's the best place to hit in the torso area, <laughs> defenseless or not. That's the best place to hit as long without as you head don't to hit head. the head. Yeah, right. right. And had his head up. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I that. Mm. Use nah, the shoulder. I'm not mm-hmm. feeling that. Uh, that has to, he cannot pay. He should not. And pay. I would imagine that's like twelve to fifteen thousand. He should not have fight. to pay. So that. what do you think of reviewing that, making that subject to review? I think they do it in college, don't they? Well, they do on targeting, uh, just to determine. Right. They they don't take the penalty away. Right. Okay, but they they review it to see if the guy gets ejected. Those they guys can, out. They, they get, yeah. If they get called for targeting, they're ejected unless mm-hmm. on review they determine that he can stay well, in the game. In review, they should take the penalty back too. They should. They should. Yeah. Because if it's not targeting, then what did you call? Mm-hmm. But in the NFL, okay, let's make it subject to review. Yeah. But I think it's how they word it. Like you said, he said defenseless. Can you uh, review defenseless? Defenseless. Yeah, you can review defenseless. You should, I say. Okay. No, no, yeah. But you can always say it's launching though, because the guy's jumping he every didn't time. Say that. Yeah. Well, the 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 referee off off the field in the right. booth. He said that. He said that's the only thing that I can. That's see. what Greg Olson. That's what he, Greg Olson actually said. Greg Olson said, said that. Yeah. He said yeah. the only he thing the only I can see is launching. maybe they could say launching, maybe. but he but he wasn't convinced that it was even. He and even even McCarthy skirted the issue yesterday too. By the way, when he did his press conference, and he they asked him about or, or Todd Archer asked him about it and said, you know, from my point of view, this this and this, right? And McCarthy says. I, I I approve that article. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I did. And then he went on. And then he went went on to basically point out that was it him or somebody else after the game, the the official that was closest. I think Mike said it after the game. The official that was closest to the play didn't call it. The two guys across the field that weren't close were the ones that threw the. If flags. you hit somebody too hard, you're going to get a flag. Yeah, that's just it. So I mean, Casey, I think I think I'm bigger than he is. So oh, just, you are. Yeah. So just think if he was a linebacker, you know, just think it was if it was a more violent hit, which it could have been, it might get kicked out of the game. And, so so and basically, as be. you're watching a game, any play where you say "ooh" like that, there's a <laughs> yeah, because the crowd themselves yeah. could, they could uh, uh-huh. uh, influence the, the referees <laughs> like "whoa," and the refs like "ooh, I gotta call something on that." Any any wild it. hit. Any wild hit is a penalty. 5'11", 174. Wow. That's he's 174 light. pounds? That's what it says. Wow. You know, he's got to be cagey. You know he's a good player. You know he's smart. Yeah. For that, to be at that size, to be that relevant, seven picks before he got here, that's pretty good. Okay, what do you want to talk about when we come back here on Mixed Shots? Well, give, me a, give me a tease. Let me let me see what I got here. I got a whole bunch of notes. You do? That's the tease. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> More <laughs> shots to come. <laughs> Next on Mixed Shots. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. 
Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Download the official app of the Dallas Cowboys to get access to in-market game broadcasts, mobile tickets, daily podcasts, live pregame and postgame shows, game updates, and more. Download the app or Google Play stores. Download in the app or Google Play stores. That was very uneven there, buddy. Yeah, well, that, that deep breath, you know. Yeah, but he, just you, kept you going. Were, you were really balling there earlier this this week. You were. You yeah, were. It concerns me because we've made the determination that Mickey is going to continue to do the reads <laughs> until the Cowboys lose a game. And and, right now, and it's, we're kind of suffering in since that Since he's uh, teetering a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> Three straights a lot, teetering. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> teetering. You got some outside influences, man. What's going on, brother? <laughs> okay, so when's the last time they won four straights? Okay. Four straight? That'd have to be 16. 2018, they won five straight. Five in a row in 2018. To get to 10 and 6 and win the division. Mm-hmm. To close out the season? No, they, no. Won five? they uh, ended up losing to Indianapolis 23 to nothing. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It was I a remember weird that. game. I don't think they needed that game, though. And then, Oh, I think they did, did because they? then they won the last two games. They beat Tampa. And the Giants, 36-35, the Giants. Man. So they won seven of their last eight. And I think we looked, the way we looked at it, it was good that they lost to Indianapolis because you don't want to be on an eight-game winning streak going into the playoffs because the more you win, the closer you are to losing, right? And so it, they were going to set themselves up for postseason success. So winning those last two were good. Winning those last two. Yeah, that, well, that was think get, about, getting back on track. But yes. think about it. Get momentum, a loss in there. Yeah, they right. won yeah. seven of the last eight, mm-hmm. which means they were – Three and 
five to start the season. I remember mm-hmm. the season. Yeah, you remember the season. Because they were firing Garrett, yeah, right? Yeah. And then they turned it That's around. That's right. They and did. they won and then they won the first playoff game. So that's eight of nine. Mm-hmm. And then that was a wild card. Got wiped out by the Rams because mm-hmm. they ran for 273 oh, yeah. yards. Mm-hmm. With a running back I had never heard of. The guy off his couch. Yeah. <laughs> well, so is that in your notes? Is that what we were waiting for after no, that break? Okay. That's not what we were waiting so what's, for. So what's in your notes? So <clears throat> when uh, Kellen Moore did his interview yesterday, he was asked about McGovern. Um, going in as the third tight end or the fullback. And Kellen said, they, and they asked him, what do, you, what do you call that? Like, what kind of formation is that? When he goes in, he goes, we just say MAC, M-A-C. So when they call for that formation, they yell out MAC. And he said, that's the MAC show. Yep, MAC goes in there and handles everything. It's been awesome. He's a guy who has done some great stuff for us. So basically, Connor McGovern uh, goes in as the eligible third tight end, right? Number 66 reports eligible. And then he lines up at fullback. And if you go back and look at some of the plays from this last game, uh, on that drive, uh, they, they were in the red zone, maybe inside the 10. He had a block to spring mm-hmm. Zeke right up the middle, and then on the one-yard touchdown, he hit, and then he caved in the whole – well, it would have been on the right side, mm-hmm. the left side of the defensive line, so Zeke could slide in for a touchdown. He's been doing a pretty good job at it too, by the way. And you know what? It keeps a guy engaged. You know, he's a backup. He got the start when – Zach Martin was out with COVID, and then he goes back to, you know, just, you know, okay, what do I do? But he's a pretty good athlete. Uh, so they found a way to get him engaged. What, what, does he stay just on one side? Is he more comfortable on the, 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 the right side? I, I, no, I've seen him on the left, too. I got to say, man, as much as we're playing offense and I don't want to mess anything up, especially the offensive line, I think he's better than Connor. Oh, you mean Connor? I, I thought you meant left or right on the as, I, I think as he's a tight than end. Williams. Oh, okay. I think he's better than Williams. That's what I'm saying. I think he. I think he's a little bit stronger. Obviously, he's bigger. Right. And uh, I'm surprised that he didn't challenge him uh, for that starting job. I guess it wasn't up for debate. But, he never. Uh, he, I mean, he was always. I mean, he got snaps mm-hmm. on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, know I he's think not a, take Zach's place. A lot of what happened was they were they were kind of game managing mm-hmm. Zach during uh, preseason and during training camp, so he would go and play on the on the right side. Um, and if you look at, and so one of the things that also came up was the Cowboys using twelve personnel, like two tight ends, mm-hmm. or going with three tight ends, right? And you remember the criticism Garrett got for too much two tight end and three tight end. The first possession in the third quarter, after they, uh, after the Chargers, not the Chargers, um, Carolina. Carolina Panthers. missed the field goal. I was going to let you hang Yeah, out. thanks. <laughs> uh, they, they went the first three plays before the touchdown that we talked about to Amari. They went two tight end, 11-yard uh, gain, Three tight end, five-yard gain. Three tight end with McGovern, five-yard gain. 
and then they threw the 35-yard touchdown And what pass. formation were they in on the touchdown pass? They went three wide, yep. and all three guys were to the left, and just like they did, only the opposite direction in the game against the Chargers. They shifted. Um, Cooper went in motion right, and he stopped at the numbers mm-hmm. and then took off and did a little – like he was going straight, and he did a little it out. It wasn't even a good move. No, it wasn't. It, it was it was quick. Yeah. Because the one he did to the dude uh, in L.A., he gave him that step inside and then took off straight, and the guy was lost. No right? one can keep up with but Once this he one, at you with yeah, that step. Yeah. And this one. It was smoother. It, it was Yeah, it wasn't as, as crisp. But he got a step on him, and like I said, and then Dak waited till he was the 20-yard I line think, to I throw think, it. I think the DB was guessing. Yeah, I think he was trying to figure out exactly. And he what hadn't played, right? C.J. Henderson. Henderson. It was Henderson who just well, they got brought traded. him. Ha- they, that's no, what they, they brought did, him and, they, and they played. So, yeah. yeah, but anyway, so the, the the twelve personnel has been really good for him, especially since these two guys can catch the that's ball. Right, and you don't think they're just in there to block, or one guy's going to block and one guy's going to go out all the time. They can do either or or both. Mm-hmm. But at least when you extend the edge on the right side to help steal out a little bit, then the, who's ever rushing either got to go out wider or you know try to fight through three guys instead of one. So uh, it's been really productive for him. It, you know, when I first saw Schultz uh, and Jordan, Jordan was the guy. You know, we, we knew he had some blocking problems, but Jordan pre-ACL. Uh, uh, Schultz looked a little bigger. He looked uh, bulkier mm-hmm. at that time. It's kind of hard to tell the difference between he and Jarwin as they go down the field now. I think it's, you can tell Schultz kind of got leaner, uh, especially when he uh, remained a starter. His body, his body mass is leaner than it was, yet his blocking hasn't suffered from that. I think that's how he ended up taking over uh, for Jarwin. Of course, the injury yeah. didn't, didn't help, but... He, he, he made the best of his opportunity, and I think that's why he's still in there now because he showed, I, yes, you know I can block, but now I'm also catching passes. See, and <clears throat> we were talking about steel, and, and I want to ask, why did they have so much confidence in him after what they saw last year, right, when it was basically let's get him out of there, let's put Zach Martin over there. So what gave you the confidence this year? They must have seen something in in training camp. Now he got stronger. Yeah, and you think he, that was the, the beginning? Was, you think that was the beginning of yeah, it? I think, and and mm-hmm. he was one of the top uh, workout guys in the off season. He was one of the guys that got an award. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I asked Nate. I asked Nate. I said, "What do you think is the biggest difference?" And he said, well, "Other than getting stronger, he said he's playing with confidence." He goes, "When you're young." And you got all this stuff going on out there, and you start getting beat, and then you start beating yourself up, right? He goes, he's just playing with more confidence out there. Uh, and even Kellen Moore said, you know, when, when you're a young guy and you're not just blocking the guy in front of you 70 times, you know, they're doing all this different mm-hmm. stuff. you got to sort through things. Uh, and he goes, and, and your head's swimming. Yes. Uh, so now when he sets, he he's setting like, okay, I'm going to block this guy, right? Not like... Oh no, I got to block this guy, right? And 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 so it sounds like he's playing with more confidence. With some players, it just clicks. <clears throat> you know, everyone it doesn't. Obviously, you wait on a particular player, you draft him in the first round, or whenever you sign him, you bring in a key player. 
And, and sometimes it just clicks. Everyone doesn't get it. It's like classwork. Sometimes you get a kid in there, you know he's got potential. Yeah. But someone has to make him believe that he can do it. And I don't know who lit that fire under him in, in regards to confidence. Yeah. But someone <laughs> or something made him say, you know what? That's the way I was at Grambling. I am tired of getting my butt kicked. You know what I mean? I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm going to do something yeah, about gonna this. Yeah, I'm going to do something about this. So, and that, that, that's kind of a, a person's moment. A lot of them, that's just how it happens. It's kind of like playing tennis, right? Second serve. Yes. And you're, you toss the ball up and you're going, oh, yes, right? <laughs> or you're going to toss it up and go, okay, I got this. But it right? depends on how you can play. Yeah, right. <laughs> Depends on your second yeah. serve, yeah. Yeah, but but it's true. If you're believing in yourself, then you're not thinking negatively, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, I don't know if somebody's going to finally take advantage of him or what. But uh, he he's done pretty good. And I think the other thing is, it seems like early in games when they go twelve personnel, okay, let him get settled, let him get into the game, mm-hmm. get into rhythm, and then we'll test him on third down, right? I just I just think it's important that. This this culture that we have now, it's not just the interceptions that we've been begging for and the turnovers, but the offensive line's culture has returned. Right. And like to me, all together. Yes. To me, it looks it's like this. That's what keeps us in playoff mode. That's what's going to have us going in December. You know, that's what's going to keep us going in that seventh game, 17th game, you know, into the playoffs. Our offensive line, not, not, not the D-line, even though I love the, the, the pressure they're putting down. Our offensive line, we are back to where we need to be, That them being our catalyst for this team and our success. And even having lost the starting right tackle due yes. to a five-game suspension, they've been able to not only – I mean, they've sustained it, they've excelled, Man. you know. I mean, you don't just run for 243 just because you other teams fallen down, right? right. right? Uh, and then uh, Kellen was also asked by Tyron, about Tyron Smith, and he just said he's playing phenomenal. Um, yeah, man. When, when it's quiet over there, yeah. that's when you mm-hmm. know everything's cool. And, he, and, he's, and I went to look for it, and I couldn't <laughs> find it. He said there was a scramble play that Dak threw the ball uh, to Schultz. And I couldn't. I, I looked at him, and I didn't see it, but he said, just go watch that clip, and you, that'll tell you all you need to know about Kellen. And then when he was talking about Zach, uh, he compared it to the grades they give people. And I'm, I don't know about this stuff. This is Kellen or Kellen, Kellen Moore. Yep. He said, uh, you know, I don't know what the Madden grade is. Like, they, they can give a 99. He goes, so I don't know. He's probably a 98. But in Madden, he might be a 99. Yeah, He's playing yeah. so well. I heard about these scores. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't about understand that. either. <laughs> and McCarthy basically said that uh, he graded as high as you for this yeah. game, graded as high as you could grade it on an right. offensive guard. And that's not the first time either. Mm-hmm. So some of the other people that supposedly grade. Uh, had them way up there, <laughs> that too. You, you <laughs> check out their work every week. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for this edition of uh, Mix Shots. We're going to – you know what? Don't sleep on these New York no, Giants. No, we're on to the Giants tomorrow. Okay. You know what? They I am, are – I am on the way out of town tomorrow. What? Not <laughs> <laughs> Sound like my wife. What? <laughs> 
I will not be able to make the show. I'll be How in we the doing, air. Guys? I couldn't get another flight. All right. Oh, what are so we going to do? Oh, shut up. <laughs> I hope I can make it. Oh my yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've done this show by myself before. <laughs> and there's a reason we got others in here with you. Yeah. I don't want that to happen again, right? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just go out on the street and see if I can find somebody, right? There you go. Maybe that kid that uh, I told to call in that was at the— well, You might have to take some phone calls. Out of the Star Sports Oh, man, thing. that was Maybe so I can cool, get that kid it? to yeah, call. Yeah, that guy yeah. there, man. There go. All um, right, we'll see who shows up tomorrow. And if they don't, make sure, 888-855-2297. All right. Yeah, stress that. Some of us will talk at you again tomorrow here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?